Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing <laughs> What's me, bro. good with uh, you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. TD Podcast back here for your mock draft. Obviously, we are fired up. Um, me and Kay Morgan in studio. We are also heading to the actual draft on Thursday. Uh, dialed in for this draft. You know, obviously, like we mentioned last week when we broke down the position rankings, um, the time that me and Kay Morgan really get to come together, college football, NFL, it's uh, kind of that, that shaking hands meme where it's like, you know we're 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 both in agreement here. There's there's no arguing when it comes to uh, college football and NFL. Uh, well, we don't argue which one's better, right? That's that's what the argument always is. Is oh, you say college football is a joke. I think the NFL is a piece of shit. We just go back and forth. You know, right, right, true. So, but this uh, is the this is the culmination. This is when everything comes together. The players, the teams, the coaching, what we've seen on film. Versus picks, it's it's everything. I, I I've loved the draft since I was a kid. Christmas morning, yeah. You know this is this is the week of Christmas. All the film we've been breaking down for the last year of college football. You had Senior Bowl, you had combines, you had pro days. It all comes to fruition right now, and that's what a lot of these these war rooms are going through as well, like we are to try to figure it out. And I think this year more than ever we're going to get into it. But you know, last year was uh, almost kind of chalky at the top where you kind of had an idea who's going to go with well, the Trevor Lawrence's. The Trey and Trey Lance shit was crazy. It was. I mean, that was a crazy trade. As, tra- as crazy as that was, though, I feel like this year is going to blow that out of the water. Well, I mean, we're still talking about who's going to go number one overall. Yeah, we don't know that. And there's reports coming out that teams are really interested in trading back in this draft. Yeah, I did hear that. Um, so, so who knows? When we get into that mock draft... Um, Couple things we got to go over before we get into the mock draft. As far as the rules for our mock draft, uh, there'll be no trades. We will not have trades. Um, me and K Morg have split the teams evenly. I will take all the odds. He will take the even. So we will just go back and forth on picks. We have no idea who each other is picking right now. No. We're doing it live on air, so you guys can hear exactly our reactions to m- making those picks when we do. Um, before we get into that. Shout out to the Brandon Walker show and Brandon Walker. <laughs> Me and K Morg were both guests on his show. Yeah. Um, we called in and talked to him for a while. Um, it was pretty pretty fun. Pretty pretty good guest, I feel like. No, it was awesome. Like I said, obviously, um, Brandon Walker is a huge college football guy and someone that I listen to on a weekly basis. So um, it was an awesome experience, to be honest with you. We talked, um, you know, next dynasties in college football. So, um, I, yeah, it was my first time calling in, so I plan on calling in more to talk to him some more. For those of you who don't know, Brandon Walker is a host of Unnecessary Roughness, a Barstool College Football podcast. Um, big Mississippi State fan, came from Mississippi State, um, down in the South, really in touch with college football. A guy that me and K. Morgan listened to a, a bunch of. Well, I looked. I, I appreciate his takes and his you know things he talks about because he he like me is very you know unbiased fan of college football, right? You have your homers, your psychos. Like I always say, you're too emotional about the Bengals. He is very much kind of plays the line and understands what's right and wrong. And as he likes to say, he tells the truth on his podcast, which is something I like to do as well. So, but yeah, we went on there. It was just fucking hilarious. It, it was actually it was a really good time. Great. It was a really good time. Oh, man. All right. So without further ado, it's time for our mock draft. 
we got a lot of information from a lot of fans. Thank you all for writing in, giving your opinions of who you want your team to take, who you think they're going to take. And I know that could be two different things. And I'm telling you, we're doing our best um, based on what team needs are, based on what we feel is the best fit for them and best player available on the board when it comes to them. So all those three factors are going to come into it when we make our selection for your team in this mock draft to get ready for Thursday's draft. And this episode will be out prior to uh, round one. We're going to do a one-round mock draft. So let's get it going. I am the number one pick. I am the Jags, and I am on the clock. Um, We mentioned a lot of different guys in this position, potentially. I think it's down to two guys with Hutchinson or uh, Trayvon Trayvon Walker. It came out today that this pick is still up in the air, which this close to draft time, that does not happen. No, it doesn't. And it might be a little bit of smoke, but I think – um, I think they mentioned the GM really wants Walker out of Georgia and ownership wants Hutchinson. Um, I think money speaks. And what the owner says, what happens, what goes. That's interesting. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go safe. I'm going to go chalk. I'm going to go Aiden Hutch- Hutchinson with the number one pick for the Jags here. I know they have some needs um, at wide receiver to help out Trevor Lawrence, but they, they signed some guys and offensive line some help. You know, Cam Robinson, they extended him for one year. Uh, they picked up his option, so I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I would be surprised, but you know, um, Ika McQuanu here, offensive tackle. There was some smoke there, but I think they're going pass rushers. So ultimately, I'm going to land on Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. Yeah, I'll go right back to the Lions. I'm going to take uh, Trevon Walker. I think uh, it just makes sense here. It doesn't seem like Dan Quinn and uh, Thibodeau out of Oregon. Have been getting along. It sounds like their personalities have clashed, so I don't think they're going there. That them there, they also took uh, Penny Sua last year at the number what was it six pick last year. Yeah. So tackle is not necessarily a high priority right now. I think they need some pass rushers. I think they probably go Walker here. Yeah, I think that fits the mold for them. I mean, I think they're jumping through hula hoops if Hutchinson falls there, but I think yeah. they're happy with Walker in that two spot. So number three on the clock, we have the Texans. Um, the Texans are an interesting team. They have a lot of needs, a lot of different places. All the Deshaun Watson stuff's gone now. I think they can start rebuilding that whole team with Hopkins gone as well. You know, new GM, new head coach. Um, this is an interesting pick. I, I think they can go a couple different ways here. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my guy here. I'm going to go with Iquanu, uh okay. tackle out of NC State. Um, I think they he's a left tackle in this league for a long time to come. Um, and, I, and I think they, they really... What's your pick on him over Evan Neal? I think it's a toss-up. I think the upside with Iquanu is just greater. I think he's a better athlete. Neal had the four years... At, was it three or four years out of uh, at Bama? Um, regardless, under Saban, was a, is a great player. He played, he played three different positions, Yeah, too. So, yeah. I mean, obviously very versatile. Um, he seems like the safe pick. It's almost like... There were a couple years ago when the Jets took the uh, left tackle Becton out of Louisville. Right. Just the monster freak yes, athlete. Yes. He turned out to be pretty good. And then, you know, there were a, a multitude of other. I think it was Andrew Thomas out of, out of Georgia for the Giants took third overall. So you kind of have, I think that's kind of this comparison right here. That's a good comp. I actually really like that. Um, I think they go with the heavy upside guy when it's, I think, like I mentioned before, it's 1A, 1B with these guys. I think just who they prefer. Would I be shocked if it's Neil? No. But I think Iquanu has that freakish athletic ability to make him be a little more, you know, easier to take, so to say. All right. All right. So four is K Morg. Yes, sir. You're on the clock. 
So four, we did do a poll on Instagram, just kind of seeing other fans, uh, who they want their teams to take in this spot and just kind of seeing what their input is and versus what we think. Um, so I do have a buddy, Garrett, out of Redlands, a good friend of mine. He's he's the only Jets fan I know. I don't know if you know any Jets fans, CY, but this is the only Jets fan that I really know. I don't know. know a single Jets fan. So I was talking, I've been talking to him a lot, especially because of the Debo trade. Obviously, I'm a Niner fan. He's a Jet fan. So he, he doesn't want Debo, which I thought was pretty interesting. So he, but when you break it down, think about it. He doesn't want to overpay a receiver, which is going to handcuff his team for future things, things like that. Fair. So I get it. Um, and it, it, it's a it's a valid point considering how many draft picks they have. He doesn't want to give up draft capital, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I get it. So he likes where his team's at, which is very interesting, especially with our old coach. So, And I think if they hit on their four picks, I think it's four top picks within the first 40 picks of this NFL draft, I think they can make a splash if Zach Wilson is good. Uh, that's key. I think Zach Wilson's obviously going to play a pivotal role in how good they can be. Um the the thing with the Jets is they what they go four and they go ten yeah four ten and then I think it's like thirty six and thirty eight they got to hit on four and ten yeah. you you have to hit on four and ten well I'll tell you who he wants at four he wants Sauce Gardner at four. wow okay Sauce, Sauce Gardner, Gardner corner out of Cincy which is interesting because I thought he would go Thibodeau I mean they're getting Carl Lawson back I think people forget about that yeah big money big He's money guy back. They have a middle linebacker. They're good there. Their defense is good. They have a decent secondary. It's not a great secondary. They just got the uh, safety from the Titans. But they also have, uh, fuck, I can't think of his name, the corner from Virginia that I was really high on coming uh, out of the draft. Hall, yeah, uh, Bryce Hall? No, that's the, it is Bryce Hall. Yeah, Bryce Hall. Yeah, it's Bryce Hall. Bryce yeah, Hall. I mean, a guy that was at one point had a first-round grade, fell due to injuries. Yes. He played very well for them considering he was like a fifth round pick for them last year so he's still their guy and they got the guy from the seahawks so if they add sauce gardner to this i think that'll be a phenomenal secondary so sauce gardner is gonna be your four pick for the jets i like it i I think it's a good pick i mean obviously we're a bearcat nation here so um all in all in for sauce he we we were seeing his praises all year and now it's finally coming to people are starting to realize how good he actually was um so sauce going to the jets at four is unbelievable for him uh, congrats to you know the Bearcats and their unbelievable season, um, how good he actually was on that team. So five, we're going to go to the Giants. The Giants also have two picks in the top ten. They go five and seven. Um, I think what the Giants are going to do is they're going to go O-line, they're going to go edge. It's a matter of what order they go in. Um, and this is going to surprise you, but um, my NFL people are telling me that they are extremely high on this guy. And if he doesn't go five, he's going to go six. So with the number fifth pick, I'm going Charles Cross, Mississippi State tackle. They absolutely love him. Um, people in the NFL believe he could be the best tackle in three years in the league, essentially. So uh, I think he goes no later than six. I think the Giants snag him at five. This is a uh, this is the pick where the Giants just kind of fuck up again, where they yeah. they just don't pick the guy that's right. the better player. Right, you know they're the fucking Raiders from years ago, where they end up taking, uh, God damn it, that the speedster out of Maryland over Michael Crabtree. Don't even think of his name right now. Remember him? Uh, yeah, two names. Yeah, yeah, the two last name guy, the hype yeah. name. But yeah, yeah. either way, it's the same thing, right? The Giants did this with Andrew Thomas the year before when Tristan Wirfs is now an All-Pro right tackle for the Bucks. Right, right. It's the exact same thing here, which is why I think the Panthers should be taking Evan Neal here. I think they do. If they, in this I think, scenario, I think you know what I. 
Malik Willis is uh, he's there for the taking, but at the end of the day, I think they need to keep CMC healthy. They need to keep Arnold upright, and I think Evan Neal's the guy here. I agree. I, the The news out out lately is there's a about a ten percent chance that the quarterback goes in the top ten. That these guys don't view them as a top ten pick, whether it's Willis or Pickett, as we both believe are the guys. Um, so I don't think quarterback goes at six. I, I did before. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Panthers do. I think they take one of these tackles, whether it's Cross or Neal, mm-hmm. whoever falls to them. Um, so back on the clock is the Giants at seven, um, which I do love that Panthers pick at six. If they get if they Evan get Neal at six, at six that's a great pick. it's a great pick. Even if they get Cross at six, I'm not upset with it. Right, do you feel differently? I like Neal more, Neal more than Cross. I think Cross is a little bit more of a project. Um, he's, he's very good, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, just look at – what Neil did on paper all year. I mean, the guy is just a great, the project, great tackle. The great project, lineman. the project, I just think is in the running game. Um, pass protection, I think he is just as good as those other two. All right. Um, in the run, in the running game, he needs some work. So, moving on, the Giants. They just took uh, Cross, as we mentioned. They have this pick from the Bears. Um, I think this gets interesting here. This gets really interesting. Um, I mean, maybe not if you were going with what you said, but I think. This could be a dangerous spot for maybe best receiver, maybe. See, they paid they paid receivers though. You know, they played Galladay last year. Yeah, but um, they're shopping Slayton. They said, but I think they go edge here. You and think uh, Thibodeau. no, whoa, I think Jermaine Johnson goes here to the Giants. Wow, he is getting a lot of smoke lately. This is a this is a fall. Um, I think Jermaine Johnson goes here to this the is a Giants. Fall. So you hate my Giants draft? Yeah. Jermaine Johnson and Cross. I hate it. Hate it. I hate it. It's just it's just one of those things where I just think some NFL prospects and draft analysis guys just they just watch combines too much. They're just combine junkies. They think, right. oh, this guy had an unreal combine, therefore he's a stud. Watch film. Watch the tape. That, well, he had the that's production. All, that's all I'm gonna say. He had the production. He had the production at Florida State. The problem is he had a transfer from Georgia to do it. I just don't think the yeah in. Right, That's part of the problem, and I, I'm with you on that. Anyone I, that transfers is soft. Fair, Joe Burrow. Fair, soft. That's fair. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so what was that? Giants at where? Seven. So we're now the Falcons are on the clock at eight. Fuck. See, this is this is where it gets really interesting. Yeah. You still have Malik Willis there. You still have Thibodeau here. You still have. I mean, shit, you have Garrett Wilson. I mean. The Falcons don't have a receiver, a number one receiver going into the season, and fuck. Oh, this one is this one's a tough one, actually. It is completely honest with you. I am gonna go. I think Thibodeau is too sexy to let go here. I agree a hundred percent with you. I think he's. I think it's if he goes if he falls all the way down there to eight and they don't take him, I think that's kind of crazy. And I could easily see him going one pick earlier. Um, I think that people are falling in love with Jermaine Johnson for some reason. And there's whatever it is, there's some smoke on Thibodeau, which also heard that the smoke was more media stuff than it was the fall, I mean. Well, they've heard that, you know, he's not exactly like what was the smoke at two that him and Dan Quinn don't get along or some shit like that. You know, yeah. There's always some bullshit that comes out that is right. just like, all right. Weird. Right. But I don't think the Falcons let him get past eight if, in that. I period. hope not for that sake. I've I've also heard rumors that this was their helium pick, like this was best case scenario if Thibodeau f- fell to eight, yeah, that they're, they're going all in and they're fired up for it. Should be. So Thibodeau going eight to the Falcons, that puts the Seahawks on the clock. What are you going to do? From the Broncos. What are you going to do? 
Um, Thibodeau would have been the guy, 100%. I think they make a move there. Um, they have a lot of needs here. Tons. Um, they have a ton of needs. You know, they need O-line help. They need defensive end help. They obviously need a quarterback. Um, I think if one of those O-linemen were to fall, they would have snagged one of them. I think they're kind of upset that they didn't fall. Um, and Jermaine Johnson's gone. So now you're looking at what do we do here? Is this is this Malik Willis territory for you? Or do you think they think I, Drew Locke can get them by? I don't think they're going to w- go with Drew Locke at nine. Okay. Or I you mean, mean Malik Willis. Malik Willis thinks they're gonna Fuck. they're gonna they're gonna ride the wave. But sure. all their guys that they want are gone. Um, this could be a trade back. Wow, this is tough. This is tough for me. Um, and I've heard some smoke on this. I don't. I actually heard this today. I heard this rumor, and I don't love it, but I think they do it. Take it. Who? Jordan Davis. Oh, f- are you serious? Yep. Jordan Davis at nine. To I Seahawks. fucking I hate this pick. I know you do. I'm telling you that right now. But you love it because it's Seattle. I love it because fuck the Seahawks. But, but I, I did hear that they love Jordan Davis. And I think their offensive tackles, they wanted it off the board. I don't think they want Malik Willis. So I think they're in the Baker sweep, sweepstakes too, actually. Um, for me, if Seattle had Jermaine Johnson or Cross here, if one of those two guys fell, they would have taken them ahead. Yeah. But I think Jordan that. Davis is the next guy on their big board. I'm going Jordan Davis at nine. And I don't think that Jermaine Johnson and Charles Cross aren't necessarily good players or prospects. In that I position. Just I just don't like on, them in those positions. Yeah, based on That's the other them. position rankings Correct. you have. That's what I think, personally. So, But I don't like Jordan Davis going this high, either. I'll tell you that right now. Going top ten for a guy that, you know, two down D-lineman, not a Would fan. you be shocked? I would be, a personally. I think that's a little, that's a little rich. I don't know. Pete Carroll's a psychopath. I don't know. All right, moving on. Number 10. Number 10 to the Jets. Again, going to my buddy, Garrett Cadell. He is mixing it up, and he's taking the first receiver off the board, going with Garrett Wilson. Ooh, Wilson. Okay. And I, I, I love this pick. I think he's the best receiver in the draft. Um, like I said, I've had a Stephon Diggs comp on him. We saw him play in the shoe this year. The guy is an absolute freak. I think he's the best receiver available. Interesting. Um, not with the fact that receiver, but it was Wilson. You know, I've heard, I've seen Wilson. I've seen, you know, Jameson. I've seen Drake London. It's just a matter of, you know, which teams have which receivers ranked in the top. You know, I, I think every team has their top five receivers ranked differently, which yeah. is crazy. That's how good this class is. It's very true. And I would not be shocked if Wilson was the first one off the board. I would not be shocked if... You know, Drew or uh, London was off, the first one off the board. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a few years ago when Henry Ruggs was the first one off the board, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like that. I think Raiders they, don't have a pick this year; they can't fuck yeah. it up. I think the gaps is a lot smaller of talent wise, and what you prefer. I think it's good. I think it's a good deep class. But let's evaluate the players available right now. We're through ten picks. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton's not off the board. Derek Stingley's not off the board. No quarterback is off the board. You know, right, Alave. You know, I mean, you still have a lot of good guys. I mean, is any of that surprising to you, or any of the guys that you think could potentially go in this top ten that we did not pick so far in this mock? Stingley, I think Stingley. We've heard him as high as two. Um, <laughs> crazy. I do think he's a second corner off the board. It's a matter of what the the board kind of says to these teams. Mm-hmm. Would I be shocked if he's there at eleven? A little. Yeah. But also, you know, he didn't play really the last two years. Yeah. So. I could see a little slip. Anyone for you? 
Well, I think the Stingley one's interesting because Stingley, I mean, we, we saw the first year. I mean, he was arguably one of the best players on that LSU team with a team that has multiple guys that have now all pro NFL players, you know, and Stingley is a guy that did shine that season. Um, so I, I can see him going, but again, the interesting, I mean, he hasn't played the last two years. I mean, should we reward a guy and make him go top 10 for that? I wouldn't. Yeah. You know, but I'm sure there are a guy, cause we know that corner is a premier position in the NFL. Someone I could see definitely trading up to that number nine spot where Seattle is and going to get him if he's available. I think yeah. that's a very interesting this spot. Is, yeah. That's a spot. I think you could see a trade, especially for like, Maybe a guy like Malik Willis there. Mm-hmm. Um, My other, I mean, the other guy is obviously Kyle Hamilton, who I'm assuming you're going to pick here at 11, but that's the other guy for me that is obviously a huge surprise given how good I think he is. I think, so 11's the commanders, and I don't know if they take Hamilton here. Well. I, I don't. They they could, and I, I, I don't know. I'm still fighting with myself in, the, in my head. Um they paid William Jackson a ton of money last year. Yeah. So DB, do they really go that route with Stingley? On the other side of the ball, um, they got to pay. Um, oh, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah. Right. So do they get a guy to go alongside with McLaurin? You know, is this where a Drake London goes? I don't know. They need offensive tackle help, but you're not going to reach on Penning here, I don't think. Um, do you reach on Devin Lloyd here? I mean, they need inside linebacker help. He's a freak. He's good. Um, what are you doing? Pick 11. Let's go Kyle Hamilton. Oh, Kyle Hamilton. Doing it. Yeah. Okay. Kyle Hamilton here to 11. I think Ron Rivera is smart. He's going to love Kyle Hamilton and his system. I think it's a good fit. I think it's a great fit. I think it's a good fit. I'm Kyle Hamilton going to the Commanders at 11. Yeah, I think 11 and 12 both go DB. I think uh, Stingley's probably here at 12 to the uh, yeah. Vikings then I, if he's available. Um I could also see Stingley going eleven. Vice, I could see them. Yeah. Vice, I could see them switching one hundred percent because yeah. the Vikings also have a ton of Notre Dame players. Harrison Smith, Kyle Rudolph was a guy that was there forever. Like they love their Notre Dame guys. I could have seen that easily too. And and it, I mean, it's not Zimmer anymore, but just the defensive minded Vikings. I think that would have been a great fit as well. But I think Stingley goes there at twelve. Yeah, I I, I I'm with you there. I'm I have no problem with that. It's crazy. We're at pick thirteen. We haven't even had a quarterback. Well, that's the funny. I mean, look at the look at the previous drafts where you haven't had that premier quarterback. These quarterbacks do fall. What yeah. Was, what was the twenty uh, outside of Kyler Murray? Or no? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was it the Kyler Murray draft? Yeah. Where it went one Murray, and then it went Daniel Jones like four, and then it was like Drew Locke at like twenty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it was Dwayne Haskins, R.I.P. Later down in the draft. But like, if they're not the guy. Why waste your pick on him in the first round? And I think we might see that in this draft class. I really do think that. Yeah, I, I do. And I, I think now we're getting to that part of the draft where it gets a little fucked up because <laughs> there's a lot of guys there that, you know, you, you could see the Texans maybe try to get another pick um, and move back. This is They have the Browns pick here. Um, we gave them uh, – who do we give them? We gave them Neil, right? No. Who? We gave um, – The Texans? Yeah. Iquanu. Yeah, you gave McQuanu. We gave McQuanu with their first pick, so they addressed that need. This one, uh, there's not a lot of guys I feel the value are there for. At you know 13, I could see a real drop as far as trying to trade back. Um, if we're gonna stay here and pick, I know it's a little bit of a reach, but I'm going George Cardlophagus. Okay. Out of Purdue, um, I personally don't think that's a bad pick. 
I like him. I think he's he's been a first round guy all year for Purdue. Purdue's a good football team. They had a I mean David Bell, Karloftis, like they were a good football team and good players. Um you know, it's just one of those things where people just don't think the combine results are that good or the pro day results are that good, so they fall. But watch the tape. The guy's a good football player. Right. I don't mind that pick at fifteen. No, I I, I think it's it's thir- thirteen. Oh, sorry, thirteen. Uh, I think it's a little high for him. I've seen some guys slip, but like you said, he, he was argued as the one of the best guys in this in this draft mm-hmm. for a while. So I the Texans address a huge need on both sides of the ball. That's how you build your franchise. They're obviously gonna go with David Mills for the future, at least this year. You know, he he had the best rookie season, arguably, besides Mac Jones from the quarterback position. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm okay with them trying to help him on both sides of the ball. This is how they get better to back to where they were, you know, Deshaun Watson type days. Trying to get back to that is build your trenches. So, uh, moving on to 14, this is Kevin. What do we got here? The Ravens at 14. It's a tough one because now I'm looking at my sheet and I'm going, shit. The Ravens are an interesting team because they're a win-now team. They obviously have a lot of concerns at, I mean, to be honest with you, I think the receiver position, and I think these next three teams could go receiver, receiver, receiver. Yeah. Um, the Ravens, they have 11 picks in this draft, nine in the first four rounds, so they're going to be able to address a lot of needs. They need, they need pass rush help. They need corner help. They need offensive line help. Uh, they lost their centered free agency, and they lost a tackle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is a weird pick here. Um, I think, honestly, with that division, they were getting torched in the secondary. I think they go McDuffie out of uh, out of Washington here. That's I who think, I, I think that would be the best pick for them, personally. That's who I envisioned them taking the whole time. Okay. Um, I had McDuffie from beginning mocks, and I know a lot of other mocks have McDuffie going to the Ravens. I just think, like you said... I've seen receiver here. I've seen so, you know, a lot of things going on here. Me, personally, I just... I just saw their secondary get torched. I mean, if if it's not Humphreys covering a guy, the other guy's getting fucking smoked. Yeah, oh, 100%. And he got picked on. He got picked on a lot in this division. I mean, you have to go against mm-hmm. Higgins and Chase. You got to go against Amari Cooper and their number two, whoever it's going to end up being. Um, and then you got the Steelers. So, yeah, I, I like this pick. So we have the Eagles on the clock at 15. Uh, this is via the Dolphins. Eagles have a lot of needs. It looks like they're going to go with Jalen Hurts for another year, so I don't think quarterbacks can play here. No. Um, they need edge. They need a safety. They need receiver help, corner help, inside linebacker help. Um, but not a bad team, which is funny. I mean, they made the playoffs, and I thought they were going to be terrible. No. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, ah, this this is interesting. This is a tough one. Um, Drake London. <laughs> All right. Drake London, I I think they I uh, I I think that's a great pick. I just think if they, he's here that if late. If he's here that late, pick. They, I think they're they're yeah their their shoes are tied. Mm-hmm. Drake London going to the Eagles. All right, sixteen. We have the Saints here. Another one that's interesting. I mean, obviously a receiver. Everyone's talking receiver for them. I mean, who knows what the hell's going on with Michael Thomas? Um, they just lost their left tackle to the Dolphins. Uh, what was that guy's name? Armstead, Armstead, big boy. So, defensive coordinators taking over. I think that's something that's in play as well. Quarterback, quarterback Maybe. is in play. I mean, they have Winston. I mean, they've still got the backup, whatever his name they is. They said the quarterback experience done though, with Hill. Really? Yeah, they said no more quarterbacks. So what are they doing? It's Winston. He's coming off ACL surgery. 
But no, what is? Oh, he's, he's like he that. Gonna do? He's gonna be a hybrid special yeah. teams guy forever. For me, I just don't think. Uh, I think you need to address offensive tackle, given what we just lost here. I'm gonna go Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Wow. Okay. I mean, personally, I just think that's a, a must need position, especially given what we've seen. I mean, how good the pass rushers are on the teams that they're gonna be playing. I think you need to address it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this makes the next pick really easy. Um, the Chargers are on the clock now. Um, talk to a few Charger fans. Uh, thank you for writing in on that. Um, I think the Chargers need an offensive tackle. Their offensive tackle away from really, really making a splash at this thing mm-hmm. in the AFC. Obviously, that division's incredible. We talked about it before. Um, but I think their guy just went. I think Penning went one pick ahead of what they wanted. Yeah. Um, and I think they made this pick easy. I think they go Chris Olave. Um, they make that offense just an absolute. They're just going full juggernaut. Yeah. They're going full like we're, we're the Chiefs now Yeah, in this division. And this second year in a row, a fucking, fucking big-time guy in our mock draft falls to the Chargers. Yeah. Rashawn Slater fell last year in our mock draft. Yeah, he went there. And we didn't think he'd fall that far. Chris Olave, I guess this is about time. I think it's a little deep for him. It's right around there. Yeah. It's not... Uh, not crazy for him to fall here. And I, I think the Charger fans are going berserk if they get Chris Olave here with this pick. Did you get some Olave write-ins on Instagram? Yeah. 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 I said They said, um, I heard some trade backs. I heard some offensive tackle. Penning was a lot. And then, but if Olave was there, they're like, no problem with Olave. Okay. Fair enough. I don't think, I think that after penning, the offensive tackle drop off is pretty significant. Yeah. So I, I think, think you need to get your eye. Yeah. That's why I think the Saints do it. Yeah. I, I, but I, I think Saints could go quarterback there, but I would not be shocked if that happened. Okay. 18 to the Eagles. Back you, to the Eagles. You took Drake, Drake London. London, correct, with that last pick. So receivers out of the question. Ah, fuck. Kelsey's still there, right? Yes, I'm between yes. two He's, guys. He has another year. They could go Linderbaum out of Iowa. They could, which I think would be a great pick. But I think they or go. Or did Kelsey retire? You need to let me know right now before I make this pick. Let me. Let me. Look. <laughs> you need to know right now. I'm not up to date on what the Eagles are doing right now. Jason Kelsey. Eagles. What is? What do you got on him? He's playing for the Eagles. He's playing. He's returning in 2022. Yes. So he's still there. So I think you'll you'll get another year before you go get your future center. Right. I think they go Devin Lloyd out of Utah here. Wow. I like that pick. Yeah. I actually thought about him with their first pick at 15. Yeah. If um, they're this, patient enough and he's there, I think that's a great pick for them. Oh, he's a great player. Not, um, not my personal number one middle linebacker, as you guys all know, but I still think it's a good pick for them. So the Eagles go Drake London. They go two pack guys with London and Lloyd. That's those are two significant, and they kind of do. They've been f- fucking terrible in the draft lately. So for you know they had Devonte Smith last year, but Devonte Smith's good. Besides that, their draft picks Jalen Hurts, yeah, Carson Wentz, yeah. So we go Lloyd Saints nineteen. So you went tackle. I went Penning. I went tackle at. What pick was that? That was 16. So I don't think they let a quarterback go here. 
Um, I think they're all over it. Holy shit, we still drafted Malik yeah. Willis. And I'm not going to right and now. You're going, and I'm you're going, going Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Fair. Okay. Kenny Pickett. I think they like Pickett over Willis. Um, so I'm going to have the Saints take Pickett at 19. This was the pick they got from the Saints not too long ago. Okay. So they address left tackle and quarterback of the future possibly right there. Maybe. That's a good one-two punch out of the Saints offensively if you like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they have a good defense. Right. They don't have a problem on defense, the defensive side of the ball at all. Right. Pick 20. The steel knobs. Oh, yeah. The steel knobs. Did we get our run at quarterbacks here? Uh, yeah. I don't think they're letting Malik, you go Malik Willis yeah. here. I think if he's here, I think they take him. I don't think... Uh, they love him. That's all what everyone's saying. They said the Steelers love him. I yeah. get it. You know, I, I, it's not that much of a risk to me at pick twenty as it is at pick ten. So, oh, I'm I fine agree with this pick. I think though, like, pick it to the Saints and Willis to the Steelers. I think it's a very real thing. I don't necessarily see it ne- happening here. I think both those teams try to trade move up. up. Yeah, trade up. Okay, I, I can see them both trade up. If they both get him here, I think it's great value. Yeah, of course. So 19 and 20 yeah. for the quarterbacks you guys wanted. But mm-hmm. all in all, I think that's a fit. I think they want Willis. All right, moving on to the Patriots at number 21. Um, you any, guys you're, doing. any guys you're surprised that are still there well, through 20 picks? I know well, we did like up to 10. If you don't take N'Kobe Dean to the Patriots here at 21, I might jump across this couch and strangle you. Do you think it's a realistic possibility they do it here? I yeah. mean, they have a need at I mean, linebacker. It's, it's Bill Belichick. He understands good middle linebacker play. He loves guys from good programs like Georgia, like Bama. He trusts Kirby Smart. I'm sure he's talked to him in the draft process. I think middle linebacker, I mean, Dante, Dante Hightower is old as hell. I think this is for sure a fit here. Yeah, I'm going to go N'Kobe Dean. I, I think just based on what the board's at, they need some team speed. They really do. They need to address that. If they don't do it here, they need to address that in the second round. Um, they need to help Mac Jones with some weapons. And, but all I was going to say was I think Bill Belichick learned his lesson with taking receivers in the first round. He never does it, and then he did it with uh, the guy from at ASU. Yeah. Um, Nikhil, Her- Nikhil Henry. Yeah, Harry. Harry, yeah. And then I think he learned his lesson. He's just like, I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm going back to what I know. Good middle linebackers out of Georgia, running backs out of Bamba. He's. He, I think that's a lock at 21. All right, so we're going to go it. N'Kobe Dean to the Patriots. Bill Belichick gets his guy. 22, the Green Bay Packers. Obviously a big, uh, big talked-about pick here, trade from the Raiders. What did Blaine? Did Blaine write in? What does he want here? So let me look at what Blaine said. I think Penning's a guy that they want if he has a chance to go. Um, I, they have to go receiver, though, right? I mean, we've been saying that for how many years now for the Packers? He wanted Olave. Obviously, Olave's gone. Olave's gone. He loves Pickens. Yeah. Okay. I just don't know if he goes that high. That's probably more their second type pick. Okay. I think he's going receiver here. Those are the people he sent in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's that's what that's what we they, we think they should do. Of course. I mean, who knows what they will go. I think it's Jahan Dodson here. I think it's Jameson Williams, but... Oh, shit. James, yeah, it's Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams. That's a lock. lock. Yeah. Holy shit. We let him slide this far? We let him slide. We fucked up this whole month. No, I, I don't... <laughs> no, there, there's injury there's concerns, obviously. Yes. There's injury concerns. I get that. Like, I don't think the Chargers take him over Alave. I think they could. You think? I, I really do. But I think Alave fits their system more what they need. I don't know. <laughs> you know I, I just... 
for this purpose, Jameson will. Someone always falls in these mocks, and that's yeah. fine. But if he's Jameson Williams is here for the Packers, they take him. I think that's. I agree. I think this is, this is a real thing. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's that far fetched. What you're saying, like no way he falls. Like he had a fucking big time injury. They love him. Scouts love him. Todd McShay said he would have had him a top five player in this draft if he didn't get hurt. I, I agree with you, but like we said, who knows what these receiver rankings can be with Olave, Wilson, London, like a lot of good receivers. I think all three of those guys could go ahead to Jameson Williams. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so the Packers get their guy. At Twenty-nine 22. Chiefs. So you then me for Chiefs. No, dude, you're skipping like seven picks. Oh no. We're at 23. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right. Cardinals. <laughs> so the Cardinals are on the clock. Cardinals need a corner. They need some D-line help. They need a receiver. Um, wow, this is tough. I think they can go a lot of different ways here. Um, we're going to go with Devontae Wyatt here from Georgia. I think they like him. They need some help next to Watt. The guy who can kind of you know, learn how to play the position. With J.J. Watt, so I see them going Devontae Wyatt at pick 23. I think Jordan Davis maybe falls that far. I don't know. I had him go nine, so. I know we did here, but we'll see. That The D-line class, like actual D-linemen, three-technique guys, is interesting in this one. Yeah, because it is. You don't have like that true dominant and Dominican Sue guy or Quinn and Williams guy that goes top five. Right. You know, you've got these mixture of guys that want they're either really athletic or they're just really fucking big right yeah i mean let's be you know what i mean so the d line class is very interesting so i'm interested to see what happens there but i don't hate that pick for the cardinals i think that's definitely a need that they can address there moving on this is one of the most interesting picks in the draft is what the cowboys are going to fucking do (laughs) the cowboys have a ton of needs um offensive line edge safety receiver losing amari cooper where do you think Jerry goes right here at 24? Yeah, this one uh this one's kind of bold. I think they go Burks out of Arkansas here. Okay. Jerry's a big Arkansas guy. He went to Arkansas, he played at Arkansas. I think Burks makes sense here. Hi, pretty high for Burks, but I could see it. You know. No, they- I I think it's high. I I think there's a guy I have guys ahead of Burks. But I just think realistically, I think that makes sense for the Cowboys here. Wow. And and Jerry Jones loves to fucking mix it up. He does. He fucking loves loves to mix it up. Yeah. All right. 25, we have the Bills. The Bills are interesting because they kind of need a few positions, but they really don't. They addressed they address their bigger needs, I would say, in yeah, the offseason. Free free so agency. I think it's kind of like cake at this point for them. You know, what do they want to add to their team here? Yeah. What do you um, think they add here? I think they can go a, a couple different ways. Fuck. You know what? Fuck it. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Ooh. I think they're going for it. See why, you dog. Okay. Brees Hall, I think I don't think we go a full round without a running back. Okay. I'm, I'm, and, I'm, and it's 100% a team that can afford to do some shit like that. Yes. So I get that pick. Yeah, go down. I kind of love it, don't him. you? You know what the bill? It's the Bills are like I said. They're they're already a great team. They're right. a really good fucking team. Why not get a guy that you think is the best player available at that position? Right. Why not do it? So I like that pick a lot for them. 
Tennessee Titans, pick 26 here. Uh, very, very interesting pick here. Um, to be honest with you, I don't have a lot on the Titans here. They need they need offensive linemen. They do. And they need a receiver potentially, but they did get Robert Woods to go. Yeah. You know, I think they addressed receiver late in the draft. They need offense. I think they have to go offensive line. I think this is a shoe fire pick right here with Zion Johnson. That's who, exactly who I was going to say. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't think Linderbaum here. I think no, Zion Johnson. I think more. Zion Johnson's the guy. Yeah, I agree there. And I think they're really happy that he they get him there. I think Zion Johnson's one of the best, if not the best, interior offensive lineman in this draft. Um, he is just an absolute freak. And he can play center guard. He did a lot of stuff at BC. Fun fact, you know why they do this right here with Zion Johnson? Why they do what? Oh, why they take him here? Yes. Why? Do you know who the left tackle was at Boston College? When he, when, when Right when now, what? this year, with Zion Johnson? Who? Vrabel's son. Oh, okay. So Rabel watched every single game. Yeah. He knows if he's good he, or not. He knows everything about him. So it will say a lot if they pass on Vrabel's him. Rabel's got a kid that old? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's a, he's a left tackle for Boston College. All right. So I, if they pass on him, you know there's something wrong with him, right? Yeah, then you don't want him at 31. You don't want him. Yeah, you don't want him. So 26, they go with the Titans go with Zion Johnson at a Boston College. 10 big bucks at 27 should be taking Linderbaum then. Unless, you have, yeah. unless you're going another direction. I mean, they lost their guy to you. He was a guard, though. A guard, but Linderbaum can play guard. But they're not, no one's going to draft. His arms are too short. They're not going to draft him to play guard. He's <laughs> Again, stupid-ass draft bullshit. Like, the guy's a dude. The guy can block. He can block. He can block, but he's Who not going to play guard. It's your pick, 27. Um, This is interesting. I can see them doing a couple different things here. It's the same as the Bills. It's game. Yeah. I think they need secondary help here. I think they do too. Specifically, corner. Um, I think they need safety. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to switch it up. Um, Arnold Ebiketti from Penn State, edge rusher. Goes okay, here. yeah. I think they need some edge help. Um, I know they lost Sue, who's inside, but they haven't lost him. He hasn't signed anywhere. He hasn't signed anywhere, but I don't think they're bringing him back. So I, I could see him going here. Do you like that pick? Uh, I like him in the first round. I don't know if he. Lo- I like him to the Bucks. Okay. I think the Bucks need some secondary. They lost a corner and they lost a safety. Their strong safety. I think that they need some help there. So that would not have been my pick. I do like him though. Gotcha. I think he's a first round player. All right. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Back to the Packers. Um, what do we? We had Jameson Williams in the first pick for them. Yeah. Interesting because I think Linderbaum is still in play here for them, but I think. I think Daxton Hill out of Michigan. Ooh, I love Just that a roaming safety. He's really good. Can play in the box. He was Harbaugh's guy. He's a captain. I, I really like Daxton Hill. I know my boy Callow in slow loves Daxton Hill. He said he was better than Kyle Hamilton because it's a joke. But I like Daxton Hill, 28 to the Packers here. Oh, I love that pick. I, I really like that pick. I think he's he's a ball player. He's definitely a ball player. He Like you said, he did everything for Michigan. I think the Packers are really happy if they get Hill. At 28. All right. Chiefs. Back-to-back Chiefs. This one. Here's where I'm yeah. talking. All right. Back-to-back Chiefs. I go Chiefs first, and you go Chiefs. Yes, sir. Uh, we kind of agree. One's going to be a corner. One's going to be a receiver, I think. Um, let's kind of wa- talk. Let's talk through it, because we're, we're going to have both picks here. Mm-hmm. Which receiver do you think? Do you think they go Dotson here? Do you think, you think Dotson's the guy? It's Dotson or uh, Pickens, correct? Uh, our guys here. 
Yeah, but you also have Watson. Watson. Watson's been going high on draft boards. Um, I think it's Dotson. I I I take Dotson over them. Personally. I would I would as well. But I mean, for, just for their offense. Yes. I like Pickens for certain offenses more than Dotson. Okay. Because as you said before, when I had my rankings, I had Pickens higher, but I had Pickens higher for like the Packers or in certain offenses. I think for them, I think Dotson makes more sense. I, I would take Dotson here. Okay. All right, so Dotson goes with the first pick at 29. They go back-to-back with 30. They need a corner. Yeah. They lost Ward. Yeah. They need a corner. Now, let's talk through these corners. This is a very interesting part of the draft. I think there's three that are possibility here, really two, but you could you could give an argument for three. You got Kyrie Elam out of Florida. Um, tested well, had good game film. I believe he got banged up early against Bama and never really played the exact same. He was, you know, preseason top 10 potentially. Yeah, he's a good ball Top player. 15. Um, doesn't tackle great in the run game. Great pass defender, though. Really good. You know, can run with guys. No problem there. Then you got you got Booth. Okay. Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson. Just had off-season hernia surgery. Mm-hmm. Didn't test anything. Didn't combine, didn't pro day. We haven't seen. You look at his film, the guy loves to get fucking nitty-gritty. Loves to tackle, loves to play in the box, and can cover. He's yeah. an all-around guy. He, Injury is a concern, He's though. the risk-reward for me just because he's more of a... Uh, he's either going to get a pick six or he's going to let the guy go by him. Right. He's that guy. He's going to make a big tackle or he's going to miss the tackle. That's who I think he is. He's a playmaker. He's got better ball skills. Probably the best ball skill safety or corner with the, probably the exception of Stingley. So... I'm picking Andrew Booth Jr. here for the Chiefs. Okay. I think just the potential and the upside is too, too great. I do think he's awesome. You think there's a chance he can go Gordon out of Washington here? Uh, Here's the thing with Gordon. Gordon, to me, is more of your nickel corner, your slot corner, can kind of play some safety, too. They, they need the outside guy. They lost, they, they, they they lost, lost Ward. Yeah, they lost Ward to the Niners. They need their outside guy. Booth is kind of that guy. I, I agree. Very Gordon, long arms. Gordon's going to get drafted as an outside guy. He's going to play outside. He wasn't as fast as some of these other corners, but he can fucking cover. Like, that's his whole thing is he can cover. It's that long speed that they don't know if guys are going to run by him or not. So you're going Booth, though. Yep. All right. Andrew Booth from Clemson goes to the Chiefs. All right, Bengals on the clock. So now it's interesting. Now it's very interesting. So I know Bengals fans, if this point comes – they want Linderbaum bad. Yeah, of course. They want Linderbaum really bad, and I don't blame them, right? I love Linderbaum as well. Does the team Do go you? does the team go Linderbaum? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think it's a two horse race here between Linderbaum and Kyrie Elam. Um I could see may, like I don't think Kenyon Green's in play here. I don't think Lewis Sines in, in play here. I know those are kind of maybe some needs. If this happens, I ah, this is your team. I know, Where I know. I, personally, I would take Linderbaum, but I think the team takes Elam. Wow. So I'm gonna go Elam here. Wow. But I'll tell you what, I am a full heart believe that the Bengals are trading back in this draft. The Lions are at 32. They might need a quarterback. 
Yeah. Right? We have Desmond Ritter still on the board. So you think the Matt Seahawks? Corral, I think someone's in a trade up to you get think, back yeah. in the first round to get that fifth-year option. If you draft a quarterback in the first round, you get an extra year under their rookie contract, which mm-hmm. everyone wants. Mm-hmm. So if they feel like the Lions are going to take a quarterback at 32 and you need a quarterback and you're a Desmond Ritter guy, you're a Matt Corral guy, you are coming up to grab one of those guys in this spot. Yeah. Fully believe it. And if the Bengals go back five picks, they can still get Kyrie Elam possibly. Mm-hmm. I think Linderbaum's gone, but I think Kyrie Elam's still there. And Aura Gordon, you know? So I'm okay with them trading back based on this scenario, but if Linderbaum and Elam are still there at 31, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They're happy either way. And I'm happy either way. I'm, I'm completely satisfied either way. Who thinks better Should prospect, be. Elam or? I think Linderbaum to me is Creed Humphrey from the Chiefs in Oklahoma the year before. Like he's just that guy that's just going to be a starting center in the NFL for 15 years. I would take Linderbaum there. Fair. And I think most fans would want to. I think the Bengals have invested so much capital into their offensive line in free agency and last year, the young guys. I just don't know if they do another one with their first round pick. But tomato, tomato. All right, let's close out our first round mock. Pick 32 of the Lions. Who are we going? Again, an interesting one. If I'm the Lions here, I don't go quarterback because they have two first round quarterback, two first round picks next year, where I think gives them more draft capital to get a bigger guy. Our guy. A better guy. Our what? guy. Yeah, I'm going to take him here. <laughs> but I'm not because I'm going to take Matt Corral here. Oh, fuck. I think Matt Corral is a better quarterback. I think, that hurts. Uh, I just think he's a better quarterback. That fucking hurts. I really do. I think he has uh, – I think, you know, Ritter might have a little bit more upside. So it's tough. You have Ritter, Howell, and uh, Corral all yeah. here that I think all have – they're all different in a lot of ways. Ritter may be the most upside. Howell is literally Baker Mayfield. So you you know what you're going to get there. And then Corral, I see a lot of breeze. So I don't know. I think I think any three of those guys could go there. I'm fairly confident 31-32 will be quarterbacks. But I wouldn't do that personally. All right, so that's 32 picks. Um, I'll go through a couple guys who I'm surprised are still on the board. Yeah. And then I want K-Morg to talk about his favorite picks of the first round. Okay. Um, actually, no, let's switch that up. You go, who's your top five available going in the second round that you love that are still on the Who fucking board? Who do I have here? I mean, I really like Petrie out of Baylor. Okay, safety. I really like Petrie, safety, safety corner out of Baylor. I think he's a stud. He's a guy that came from a very well-coached program over there with, um, why am I blanking on bald fuck. names right now? Killing me. Anyway, but come from a great program, a great defense last year. I think he's going to be a playmaker in the NFL, and he can play multiple positions. So he's one of my favorite guys right now. I'm just looking at Linderbaum, obviously. Linderbaum, if he's still there, that's a steal lock. Um, Ajabo, obviously out of Michigan. He's yeah, a let, guy that. Let's talk about Ajabo for a second. Where do you think he goes? I mean, he was projected a top 20 pick, top 15 pick. Yeah. Obviously. Potentially, no, a top 10 at times. Tore his Achilles. Yeah. I don't think he goes in the first round, obviously, based on what we've talked about. Is he going the second, or is he fall to the third, kind of like, you know, the Jalen Smith type thing? I think he's uh, mid-late second. I just think, again, premier position, a guy that, with that talent and with that upside, I could see a team like, you know, the Bills, 
a, a good team late second round that's just like, you know what? We're already a good fucking team. I think we can take a risk on this guy. You know? Fair. The Bills, I could see even, um, like, the Chargers, who already have a great, you know, edge rushers, who are just like, hey, let's build for the future. We might not have Mac in two years. You know what I mean? Little things like that. The Bills, Chiefs, teams like that, that are already kind of set in some ways. All right. Who else you got? You know, Lewis scene is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like him. I he's not my favorite safety left. I prefer Brisker out of Penn State. Uh scene is interesting. Definitely more of a you know, in the box safety as far as from a you know, punishing safety. Yeah. You could say he's gonna come down and punish you in the run. Um I like Brisker because I think he's a better just he's more of a honey badger to me. Right. You know, I think scene is the guy that's gonna get after it and kinda go for heads. So he's he's interesting. He's someone that I could see the Chiefs making a play out late in the first round potentially and things like that. Yeah, I, I think all those guys, seeing Brisker, Petrie, like they're all kind of bunched up. It's going to be interesting to see what your team prefers. You know, I think that's all what it comes down to. I think they're all very good players. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of what they prefer. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some guards. I mean, we didn't talk about you know the Tulsa guy. We didn't talk. I mean. Uh, the Central Michigan tackle. You have Kennard out of Kentucky. So it was not a very lineman-heavy draft out of us, honestly. And, and on always, Green's still on the board. Yeah, and it's always interesting because it's always – you in the draft, you'll always see how teams prioritize certain positions. So, right. you know, from what we saw from team needs, we didn't think a lot of teams really needed some interior lineman help. But you will see in the draft if they believe – if they think differently. Yeah, I think Zion Johnson's a shoe fire first rounder mm-hmm. in that interior offensive line. I think there's a drop off after that. Linderbaum, 50 50 if he goes in the first round or not. I'm I'm still torn. I don't know what teams are going to do. He can go as high as, you know, what what do the Ravens pick? He could go to the Ravens at 14. Yeah. And he could be out of the first round. I'm full believer he can do go anywhere in this first round or not go at all. Um, Kenon Green, I mean, he was a guy who had a lot of. I. He could be a first rounder. It's just. Yeah, interior offensive line's tough. It's it's very tough to judge. It's almost like the safety position, you know, where it's like, well, where it's do you value you that position? Yeah. Same with middle linebacker. You know, people obviously are prioritizing quarterback, receiver, edge rusher, right, corner, left tackle, right. Those five positions, you know, pretty interchangeable for the most part. Obviously, quarterback, left tackle, edge go one, two, and three. But now it's like we're seeing this new transition where receivers are getting paid crazy contracts and are getting drafted higher than they used to. Yeah. Right? Corners. People trade up for corners all the time. So it'll be very interesting to see how this draft unfolds. Yeah. A hundred percent. Looking back at our draft, um, three picks really stick out to me. Um, I'll start with a couple guys who slipped. Thibodeau going eight to the Falcons. Yeah. I think, you know, he was – Kind of projected one, one projected one. Time. Him going eight to the Falcons. I think the Falcons are ecstatic about that. They should be. Yeah, that's like Parsons falling to what twelve or thirteen yeah. last year. Yeah, it's like that. It's a guy that Parsons only fell just because he didn't play the season before. The right. guy was a stud on the field. We, I knew that. If you watch college football, you know that he didn't play a season. He fell. Thibodeau has a little concerns. He he is a little injury prone, but he's still a freak. He falls to eight. Falcons should be very happy. Um, another guy who falls, Stingley to 12. The Vikings would be extremely happy if they got Stingley at 12, I believe. Yeah, another interesting pick. Because, um, again, as we said, Stingley's just kind of that guy. He's such a big question mark for so many different reasons. Injury, lack of playing, you know, just 
health concerns. I, I, he, he's still hurt. He still has yeah. a foot injury. Yeah. Right? So it's like, is he ever going to be healthy? You know, how good is he even now? We haven't seen him play in two years. Right. You know, whether it was injury or him sitting out just because. Like, who knows what's going on? No, I, I, it's fair. It's a fair argument, but the talent is through the roof, right? It is, of course. It is. So I think the Vikings are content with him going at 12. Um, and then I think the biggest steal of the draft for us was Jameson Williams. Yeah. Going to the Packers. Um, what pick was, did he fall to? 22. 22. I mean, they have a run, and, you know, it could be a lobby there. It could be all those guys could be gone. Those This receiver class is so good. Um, but Jameson Williams, if he falls to the Packers, I think Aaron Rodgers is pretty happy with that. They haven't taken a first-round receiver since he's been there. Yep. So, all right. If your team does not pick in the first round, which I know there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams. Who don't. Um, we didn't forget about you guys. I want to talk about some needs for you guys and, you know, some guys you can probably look out for. Um, the Bears, okay? The Bears, they need offensive line. They need defensive line. Uh, they need a corner. They need an edge. Do you have a late guy later in this draft that they could possibly target? Like late, late? Anywhere. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, like, if we're talking, I think the Bears, obviously, with their issues, they're in a full rebuild mode. I mean, if they're not, they should be. I think they really are. I mean, giving up Cleo Mack to me says that. I mean, I could see them going in Ojabo. Ooh. I could see it. Really? Yeah. I mean, why not? You know, if you think he's that good and if you would have taken him that early in the first round, then why not and get him And if you don't have a first-round pick, that's yeah. I, I, I really like that. Yeah, why not? I like that. Um, yeah, I think they're going to they're gonna try to get an offensive line to rebuild. I know they signed a guy from the Packers who helped, um, but I could see, like, an Ojabu or the best offensive line available mm-hmm. when it's their turn to pick. Um, the Colts. You get Matt Ryan. Colts you know. are the team to me that if they don't get the Honey Badger, then they go after Scene, they go after Brisker, they go after a Dax Hill, potentially, if he's available. So yeah. One of those corner safety Petrie-type players in this draft, if they can get up there. No first-round pick, but they need offensive tackle. They need some receiver help. Um, just explosion help. Yeah. They're just like, T.Y., is, I don't even know if he's gone or if I he's think hurt he re- again. I think he retired. He retired, yeah. He's been hurt, banged up the last couple of years. I mean, Pittman seems to be a, a, a good NFL receiver. Don't know if he's a one yet. They need some speed. But they need some speed. I mean, again, do they have the draft capital to go after a Dotson? Do, does Pickens fit their you know, their offense? I mean, maybe a Watson late a second Watson, round. A Watson, Pickens. Yeah, I don't know. know. Um, I don't think they go after a guy, um, guy from Clemson. I don't think they go after that type of receiver. I think they need more of Justin a Justin Ross. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's too much like what they already have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why that's why it's tough. It's like all their a lot of those first round guys are those speedy guys that but I don't think they have the draft capital to go up and go get it. And right. I don't think they really need to. I, mean, I don't think so. They could. I mean they still they're still in the sweepstakes for like a Jarvis Landry or anything like that. Oh, absolutely. So the Colts are a team, like I said, I am very high on the Colts. They're a team that to get over the edge, if they go after a Dotson or they go get Landry or they go get the honey badger, I think they could be a complete team. All right, what about the Browns? They have seven picks, no first round. They need an edge, D-tackle. They also need a receiver with Landry gone. And they're in the Baker Mayfield trade sweepstakes. Right. So, Do you think what? he gets traded on draft day? Yeah. You do? I do. What do you think the value is for him? I think a second-round pick. I mean, personally, I think Baker is an NFL starting quarterback. Right. Like, 
you can't name 20 quarterbacks better than him, in my opinion. Actually, I don't know if they get a second for him. They might only get a third. I don't think they get a second. I think it's a third and a fourth. I think it's like, yeah, like maybe like a third and a fifth. Yeah, it's something like that because I do think he was really banged up last year. Like, I actually do think that. And I've seen him play it at full strength, and he's a good NFL quarterback. I don't think, you know, he's as good as Deshaun Watson or anything like that. So, like, I'm fine with the trade for the Browns. But I do think that there is some value there with the Seahawks and, and teams like that that do need a quarterback. I think he can be successful there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. You know, it's, it seems like there's been a halt because everyone knows he's not going back. Well, the Browns are an interesting team, too, because they're a good-ass roster. Yeah. It's a good roster. And they had added Amari Cooper to it. Right. And they added Deshaun Watson. So they have a good offensive line, great running backs. They could... Uh, I was going to say they could use receiver help, but... They, they could. They could for a number two. Yeah, they they need that Donovan People-Jones had a good year for them. Yeah, they but had, he's not a two. They had good tight ends. You know, I mean, if anything, maybe some Cooper's safety gone. help. Yeah, where did Hooper end up? Tennessee? Some weirdly, yeah. Tennessee, yeah. Um, they so need a receiver. They need, they need a tackle. They, they're missing an offensive tackle. So I think they address one of those needs. Okay. Um, and there's plenty of depth that they can go do that. Yeah, so. there is. And they, they have a decent amount of picks. Mm-hmm. All right. Niners. Who knows? We don't know what's happening with Debo. Yeah, and 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 Jimmy. Yeah, and Jimmy. What, do you see them? I mean, one is Debo going to get traded. Two, who's the guy they go up and get if they go trade for him? I mean, I don't know how many times when you say that the Niners need corner help <laughs> yeah. for you for anyone to get. I mean, they did address corner. For the first time in the world, when they went Ward, you know that was that was impressive, but we lost a big piece in our D line, so DJ Jones leaving losing DJ Jones was big, so we definitely could use some D line help, you know corner help will always be nice. Um, we really like Brisker out of Penn State, who I really like, and I would really love that pick. Um, and then we lost Tomlinson from our guard position, so if Linderbaum is available in that early second round pick, and you know, the Jets have an early second round pick and we do something like a second and something else and we package something together, I could see a Linderbaum early second round pick. I think that'd be great. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Would losing Debo be okay with you if you went up and got Kyle Hamilton? Yeah. You'd, you'd be able to sleep at I'd night. Be, I'd be sleeping happy. At That's night. the only way though, right? Probably. Because it's got to hurt losing Debo. It would be, it would be borderline devastating, yeah. But if you got Kyle Hamilton, you're okay. I'm okay because it's... It's One, it's Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton. And two, I think he is legitimately going to be a stud in the NFL. Like, legitimately will be a stud in the NFL. And it's a need, right? Of so course. Helps the secondary, makes the team better. Of course. All right, Broncos. Broncos are interesting. Obviously got Russell Wilson. Um, they gave up their first. They need a tight end. Really bad. I could see Trey McBride, Colorado State guy. You know, second round, I see him going to Denver. I think it's a good fit. Um, obviously, Noah Fant's gone. Give Russell another piece. I I really think they could do that. Um, or Gordon from Washington. They need a versatile. They need a versatile corner. Um, off ball, certain. So I could see them going one of those two ways. Um, and they need an off ball linebacker, who. I think they get that more on a, a day three type move, but I think either McBride or Dolchich 
with Malcolm that. Rodriguez. <laughs> you love Malcolm Rodriguez. He's good. Good football player. All right. Raiders. I said it before. If they get the honey badger, yeah. the rest is cake. I think Lewis Seen, is, he just looks like a Raider to me. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, but they already got Abrams. That's the same guy. The two fucking safeties that can't cover. <laughs> Lewis Seen's a little better than Abrams. I mean, I think we've established that. I mean, Abrams has been trash. I mean... They I need O-line help. I think they do need a canard out of Kentucky. I think that would be a good pick for them. If he's available, you know, like a third-round pick. If he's there, I don't know if he makes it there, but something like that would make sense to me. Philele out of Minnesota, monster. Mm-hmm. Put him at right tackle along Colton Miller on left tackle. I think I think that could be a move that they look into later in the draft. I think he's slipping out of the first round. They still need, you know, a little bit of corner help. Yeah, they, I agree. They, they lost the Gilmore sweepstakes. Right. So... Again, you're a guy out of Washington. They could go for Petrie. Is always you know always in play there too. The Raiders are interesting. You know they're they overachieved last year. Now they have pieces. Let's see what they can do. I think they're an interesting team to look out for. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins are another team. They obviously got their guy in Tyreek. Um, I think they need a little bit of help at tackle, offensive tackle. I could also see them in the fillet sweepstakes. No, they've got their tackles. They, they got, got Armstead. They got Armstead, and they got the guy out of Notre Dame. Yes, yeah, so Eichenberg. He's a, Eichenberg's okay. Yeah, but he'll he's he'll be a serviceable starter for them. I think, you know, you've got Moster, you've got uh, uh, Chase Edmonds. Yeah, they've got Miles Gaskin. I don't know if they go receiver or running back necessarily really early. No, I enough. think they go linebacker. I think I really do. Okay. Um, who's the kid out of Alabama? I think he, I would love him to go. Oh, Christian Harris. Christian Harris. The Dolphins would be a fucking okay. great pick. I could see that. If they going can down. find a way to get Christian Harris, solidify that defense. Now you're talking about the Dolphins being a fucking legitimate team. Yeah, I, and I still think uh, Javon Holland out of Oregon, their safety is really good too. Yeah, and they got a, a good corner. So two good corners. Yeah, it's a good team. You you don't like the Dolphins? I do. I don't like Tua. Yeah. You know, have a quarterback, you can't win in this league. Yeah. I don't think they have a quarterback. I think they have the offensive coordinator that will make it work and coach. Possibly. So possibly. Um, Last team is the Rams. They don't give a fuck about the draft, so we're not going to give a fuck about them. I think they have. They don't pick to like in the hundreds. So um, they hate draft picks. Yeah, fuck. They're gonna, when the Rams go bad, they will be very bad. We talked That's about my that. take on them. Yeah, they're going to be very, very bad. All right. So we mentioned it a little bit. Trading up. We didn't have any trades in our draft, but we do want to mention who are top three players that you could see teams trading up to get like if they're still on the board you see teams coming from late 20s into the teens in teens into the top 10 second to the first round who are the three guys that you think people are going to go after number one i think jameson williams okay i think the upside everyone's talking about his upside everyone saw how when he was healthy what happened everyone understands the potential there i think he's a guy that again it's going to be in there in that 13 range that teams like the Chargers, teams like the Saints, teams like the Packers, or the Chiefs, do they package their two picks late in the first round Excuse me, to go up and get that guy? Right. I think he is probably the most interesting first round trade up to me. Okay. Um, I think it's easy to say Malik Willis. I just think if he's there... 12, 13, 14, 15, someone's going up to get him. I did, there's so much upside that there's so much smoke with them. 
if you feel like you need a quarterback and you need one desperately and you love the guy, I think you go up and get him. Okay. And then, I mean, again, kind of a chalky one, so we'll talk about another guy later, but I think Derek Stigley is another guy that we're, we can talk yeah. about. That fair. We saw the corner position be such a premier position in the last two drafts. I mean, Sertan and Jace Horn went top 10 last year. To say that only one's going to go top 10 when you typically have two corners go top 10 every single year, little bold. So I could see a team trading up and kind of into that territory. Maybe it's the Vikings, maybe it is the Commanders, but I think Stingley's a guy that's on the radar. Gotcha. Um, besides the quarterbacks, I, I think people want to trade back. That's a fair point. I don't really want Well, it's want funny to trade is I think this is a draft where... Receivers, possibly. I think this is a draft where you're going to do... You're going to want to be in top five, top ten range, or you're going to want to be that 24. Three to thirty-two range. Yeah, I would say the even, middle of this draft is a little fucky. I would say like it's a little. You can fuck around in that draft. I don't know. I would say top seven, eight, and then I like the value from like sixteen to twenty-three, twenty-four. I don't love twenty-five to thirty-one. Okay. I think twenty-five to forty-five is very close. Okay. Maybe maybe not forty-five. Maybe forty. Mm-hmm. 25 to 40. So you, you like 50. Because you know what? I think you're right a little bit because in that 50, well, that like 18 to 23, you're going to have like N'Kobe Dean. You're going to have like Devin Lloyd. You're going to have Olave. maybe Alave, Jameson Williams. You're going to have like guys you really think can impact the field. You get a look for the back. It's like Petrie, guys a little more risk, Kamir Elam. Yes, exactly. Kind of guys like that. Where if you got True. if you True. got Petrie in the second, you're fucking happy. I think it's a good pick. Yeah, if you got Elam in the second. You're great happy. pick, yeah, great pick. High risk if it's late in the first, I think. True. So I think all those teams are going to be taking phone calls to move back. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is interesting. You know, and there's value in those second, third rounds. Like we didn't even mentioned Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce. I mean, we talked about Pickens. Like these receivers are legit. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was going to go on a kind of a mini tangent. It's just you know the receiver position the last. Like I said, the last three seasons or even four seasons, you can say, we've seen the evolution of just how strong that position can be and how much it can impact the NFL, college, in so many ways. So, But we've also seen the depth of that position. You know, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, um, and D.K. Metcalf were all mid-second round picks, like in that middle round, second round pick in their draft, in the same draft class. You know, and McLaurin was in he in that McLaurin one too? was like a, he was like a fourth round. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you have guys and have value later in the draft that you can find, and I think we've seen that. And I think I don't think this draft is any different. I was listening to a take that there's the depth of the receivers as you mentioned is so high throughout across NFL. There's so many fucking good receivers. You see it like we said in the last few drafts, just the depth, right? So there's no value in paying receivers top dollar, but then you see every fucking team run to the bank to pay these receivers. So it's very interesting, you know, you saw the Raiders do it, you know, you said the Packers pass on it. It's interesting to see how these teams value receivers and, you know, how much they value having them on rookie contracts and not wanting to pay them that second contract, especially if they blow up. So I think that's going to take into consideration too some of these teams who maybe don't need a receiver as bad, but they want that value of having them on rookie deals. Sounds good. All right. Two bets I want to have 
I want to give you guys for the draft. Yeah. Love it. That's what I was saying. Like, as we're doing this podcast, I was like, you know what? It was all business. Right. This is such a business episode. I don't, you know, I don't love that. You didn't have fun. No, I, I had a good time talking NFL and college <laughs> and everything, but it was just it so was very business like. This is who they're taking. Lock I'm, it in. Well, when fucking NFL GMs are listening to the podcast, true. We have to give them everything. You know. True. Right. I, I want to see if we can some maybe get an interview at the draft. Talk I, to somebody. Yeah, we'll we'll work on getting some kind of interview for I you guys. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, like like I said, we're heading out. Um, I can't wait. Being at the draft in that atmosphere live, it's gonna be something else. It's gonna be something else. Yeah. Um, two bets I have. I know I didn't do it in the mock, so it's gonna sound like I'm an idiot. What do you got? Aiden Hutchinson to go number two overall. Oh fuck! The value is at plus one twenty. You one like eighty? Sorry, I don't like that. Plus one eighty. I don't like that. Give me Hutchinson to go two overall. Give me give me higher value on that. Plus one eighty. That's not enough. Walker's the number one pick now. Now he has the value. He's the favorite. He's no, the favorite. Favorite for Vegas for number one overall. For number one overall. Holy fuck! So give me Hutchinson too. I think that's a surefire. You're running to the fucking stand to ca- collect your cash if Walker goes one. Well, yeah, for sure. That's the only thing you're betting on, right? Is just Walker going one. Shit. And I think the more value is for Hutchinson at two than taking Walker at one. Okay. Two? It's nuts. The, the heavy one I like, over five and a half receivers in the first round. I like the over on that. That's saying, you know, it's a, one it's of those a other guys. It's premier position, as I said, on this podcast. So you're saying, so obviously Wilson, London, Alave... Williamson, Dotson, Dotson, Burks. That's all you need. Yeah, and that's what happened in our draft today. Yeah, it did. It so. did. And you could Watson didn't go. Um, nope. Pickens didn't go. Nope. Those are two other guys that could potentially that could. go. I think Pickens is kind of exactly what you guys did with uh, T Higgins. T Higgins, first pick of the second round. Jags first pick second round. Wow, I I could see that. Like give Trevor Lawrence just a massive body. Go up, snag some footballs. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. He he was so fucking good. Pickens. Yeah. Yeah. He's just just blowing his shit out. It's it's funny because we don't have that same type of energy with Jameson Williams. What do you mean? Like the injury is so much more of a big deal for Pickens than it is Jameson. Well, because Pickens didn't really play this year. He barely played. That's true. But if you look at the film the year before, it was incredible. Well, he he was kind of hurt the year before too. Right. He he. Re- I mean. He's got more injury concerns because it's back-to-back years. Like his only true year that like he played every single game was his freshman year, right? Where with Fromm and all that, it's and he like, didn't even have a great quarterback. Kind of like the Justin Ross situation. Yeah, right. Exactly. His freshman year, he went off with Trevor Lawrence, and he played last year, but didn't do well. You get to draft one guy from Notre Dame, not named Kyle Hamilton. Who are you taking? This this in this class this, right now, this draft. Uh, I love. I really like our uh, D tackle. What the fuck is that guy's name? Really big guy, Samoan. I can't think of his name right now. I like him. He's gonna be like a day f- three guy, like super late. Bengals could get him late, and you guys Samoan D tackle. Yeah, get from him from Notre Dame. Yeah, no Kyron Williams. I just don't. I'm not a big. I like Kyron Williams. I think he's a great college football running back. He uh, he's not an NFL running back. I said I think his ceiling is Kenyon Drake. That's like what, the best he could be. What about the receiver? Oh, I like Kevin Austin Jr. Yeah, Kevin Austin Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been getting some hype. No, he's good. He had a great 
great combine, great 40 time. He's a guy that really shined on a not a great Notre Dame offense this past year. And give me some fucking Jack Cohn. Jack Cohn. <laughs> fucking Jack Cohn. Does he get drafted? Or does he sign you know him? what, man? Jack Cohn won us some football games. He lost some football games, too, I feel like. Not really. We only lost two games. Yeah, that's true. We only lost two games. One was Cincy, and he played like a quarter of that game because that's when we were yeah. the quarterback fucking jackknife. He was not good against Oklahoma State in that bowl game. He was amazing in the first half. Yeah, the second half was fucking terrible. He was amazing in the first half. We couldn't. We had no run game in the second half. Oh, this isn't Notre Dame podcast. This is a draft podcast. We talked about it for five seconds. Listen to, uh, well, hopefully Brandon Walker, we get that um, the clip. sling clip on here so we can have you guys listen to that because that'll be amazing. So listen to that. Um, but yeah, draft draft is coming. We'll be there. I'm incredibly excited for that. Yeah. So the rest of the week, we will be in Vegas live for the draft. We'll be posting on Instagram, stories, updates, um, tweeting. We're trying to get more involved with social media with you guys. Please, please, please like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. Share with your friends. Share on your Instagram stories. Retweet us. We're going to have some giveaways soon. Um, any content, anything you guys want to hear or listen to, write in. Let us know. We love the engagement. Thanks for the feedback. You guys are the reason we do this. We're out. Thanks.